A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip, chip, a roller skating aficionados. Did you have that ready? No. No? It it sounded nothing like I had it ready. (laughs) Max just spent like a million hours setting up our mics. He's such a perfectionist, but when it comes to the chip, chip, a We just got some new mics, yeah, and whew, I am not a technical person, and that was not fun. It's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. I am so ready for this episode because, spoiler alert, I loved it. I did too. Yay! I can't wait to talk about it because we didn't really chat about it last night when we watched it. That's true. We once again watched it and then sat there in silence until something else went on the TV because we're not allowed to talk to each other about it until we're behind microphones. Save it for the mic. Or in front of microphones? Yeah, we're in front of microphones. I th- I think either work. I guess so. Yeah. Well, this is the front of the microphone. The front. Of, okay. Um, before we get into whether it's the front of the microphone or the back of the microphone, we're going to spend an hour on that. By the way, we have some new Patreon subscribers to thank, and we have to burger pun their names. Let's do it. I'm I'm so excited. First up, we have to thank Caitlin Williams. Moving forward, you'll be known as the Caitlin Guini. Dilliams burger. Yes. Yes and yes. I like the idea of linguini on a burger. It's like a ramen burger. Maybe it's the bun is linguini. Boom. Done. Got it. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy your name there, Kate Linguini. We're so glad to have you. Joining you is Misty Havens. Moving forward, you will be known as the Crispy Flambavens burger. Wow, I want to go to this burger place. Me too. The two I would order both of these. We're flambeian, where we have pasta noodles, which is what I am made out of, basically. So you are. You're made for and are made out of it. Yep. For sure. Thank you so much to the two of you. It's the start of a new year. We have our Patreon calendar all ready to go. We are so excited for this new year of content, new year of connection on Discord. So happy to have y'all. And if you'd like to join the two of them over on Patreon, we're on patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. We'll burger pun your name right here on the show, only if you want us to, but you'll see there's so many other things to enjoy over there. 
Check it out. Yes. And just a reminder, because we have are only two people and we want to do so much this year, um, the podcast has gone to bi-monthly, which means you get a new podcast episode every other week. But if you still want to feel you know, have that binge feeling, we have like 50 episodes over on our Patreon. There's so much to go through. Honestly, you can go through it in a couple days if you want to, or you can go through it in a few years. Whoa, that would be a a lot of us. I can't even handle myself that much. Sit there and listen to us over and over and over again. How many chip chipperoos can you take in a row? Let us know. I I think- Don't let us know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to say anything because- they will let you know. They have. We got a very can- mean DM about it and it cracked us up. It was it was one of the best. All right. Do you want to do Bob Pun or Max Pun first? Sure. Okay. We are doing Store Next Door. So fun. Are you ready for your first pun? I am. Feeling very rusty. I was feeling rusty making these if I made them. Really? Because it could be all Bob's. Your first pun is... I want it that way. Custom t-shirts. Oh, it's so good. I feel like it's Bob's, but I'm going to say Max. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm always offended when you say it's so good it's Bob's. When I say it's, I rarely say that. Normally I say that's so good it must be you. But the reason I said it is because I can see someone really sitting there, really working on that and being like, this is it. This is the one that's going to get. I mean, that's how I go. felt. That's how I felt creating the pun. So I get it. That was really I good. Get it. Your next pun is: We are family. Ancestry services. Max. Yes. Your next pun is: Boomer bangs. Middle aged haircuts. Max. Bob's. No, I that is you. so good. I tricked you. Do you want to tell everyone why? bangs would trick you max has started a service i am the only customer because i forced him to take me on as a client and his job is that whenever i say should i get bangs he says i love you baby no and this isn't a misogynistic thing it is that simply i have enough data that I get bangs and I instantly regret it. And it takes a long time to grow your hair out. Yeah. So all all it takes is when the itch comes to come like ask me mm-hmm. and I will say, I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. But no, she can still go get in the bangs if she wants to. But at least there's that one little uh, yes. kind of filter. Yes. It's yeah. like an alcoholic calling a sponsor. Yeah. It's that's, a, it's a it's bang defi- sponsor. No, that's not, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> A bangs sponsor. You got to really get that S in there because even with bang sponsor, it just, I'm your bang sponsor. It reminds me of that Tina line. What does she say to Bob? They're in the living room. She's like, I'm going to bang all of them. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. And Bob's like, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) Are you ready for your final pun? I am. Okay. Eddie's Murphy beds. (laughs) Max. Yes. He's so good, y'all. Thank you. Do you get excited when I do well, or are you rooting against me? I've never asked. I'm excited for you that you did well, <laughs> but I I want to trick you. Okay. That's okay. the goal. That's so sweet. You yeah. still kind of, you know, 
Yeah, but I do like when you're like, oh my God, that's so good. Max, that's fine. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Max Miller, are you ready for Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. Y'all, we have a follow-up to Skylar's Sides. Love the follow-up. Now, Max already knows this one, but I'll throw in some fresh details that'll make you go, Aww. Aww. All right. So months and months ago, I revealed to y'all on this podcast that the original drawing sketch of the interior of the Bob's Burgers restaurant was based on a restaurant called Just For You Cafe. And it's really special because Lauren looked at so many places around San Francisco and nothing was inspiring him. But inside this beloved cafe in San Francisco, there was this window where you could sit at the counter and watch the chefs cook. And there was this big swordfish hanging up over the window. And that swordfish actually made the first draft drawing of the interior of Bob's Burgers. I sadly told you that this restaurant just did not make it through COVID. They closed down because of debt, because the pandemic hit them so hard. Well, I have some good news for you. The swordfish is going back up in Bob's. In Bob's Burgers? Yeah. No. Damn. I do have a good swordfish fun fact for you, though. Oh, Um, okay. They have reopened Just For You Cafe. Someone bought it, and they did not rip it down and do some trendy avocado toast place. They bought it. They kept the name and kept most of the menu knowing that this was a beloved cafe in San Francisco. They renamed it Juliana's Just For You Cafe after the new owner's daughter, which is really nice, but they still have the beignets that they were really famous for. And one of the former employees actually took the swordfish home, but the shop next door is a liquor store, and I believe an em- Well, for this week. For this week. Oh, you're so good. Um, the Either the employee or the owner of that liquor store gifted the new cafe a new swordfish to hang above the window. So if you want to go and visit the cafe that literally inspired the Bob's Burgers restaurant, literally inspired seeing Bob through that window, you can do it now. You can live a part of Bob's Burgers history. I love it. I hope we get to get there someday. I do too. It looks so like hole in the wall in the best way. The food looks so good. I'm just so happy for them. I'm glad it's open again. If anyone goes, let us know. We'd love to see pictures. We'd love to hear how the food was. Yeah. Are you ready to get into this episode? I'm so excited. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season nine, episode eight, please? The title is Roller? I hardly know her. Uh-oh, Jean's BFF up and BF left. Let's rewind for a second, though. Things are going great with Jean's bestie Alex and their very fun math-forward game, Robo Wizard Quest, until Courtney's dad steals Alex. He wants him to partner with Courtney in the roller dance competition, leaving Jean alone and devastated. Will Jean sabotage the dancing couple to get his BFF back? No. He will not. 
Meanwhile, a very suspicious lady idles outside the restaurant and Bob and the gang, specifically Linda and Teddy, wonder if she'll ever make it inside. This episode came out on November 25th, 2018. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed by Kev Watton. Can I jump in here with a quick fun fact about Kev? Oh my God, please. Kev is an Australian animator who works for Dave Enterprises, an Australian production company that provided storyboard services for some Bob's Burgers episodes. The company provided the storyboards for this episode, Every Which Way But Goose, and longtime listener, first-time Bob, all from season nine. Kev directed this one and Every Which Way But Goose. Interesting. Yeah. That's so fascinating. I wonder how... I wonder if he just, like, threw his name in the hat or... Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, part of the... Service? Yeah. Maybe it's, like, they're going to do all this stuff, so we'll... I, I have no idea how it works. I don't understand how directing and animation works. I'd love to talk to any director from this show to explain all that to me. All I know is that there is a lot of recording yourself doing mundane tasks. Like... Oh, to find out how to animate something? Yes. Is that the director, though, or is that the animator that records themselves so they can draw it? I think it's a director saying, like, see like this, this is how I want it to look. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a little uh, early fun fact for you, but let's uh, get away from the fun facts for a bit and talk about this episode. This is a Gene-centric episode, and I loved it. And Gene is just in my heart. The time in a kid's life when love kind of comes or lust comes into hormones yes and (laughs) and you start to lose a friend to that world when you're you're not necessarily there yourself oh yes is devastating it's very hard okay so max has a best friend named yo oh i never lost him he's you even through our marriage he's the love of my life you made it sound like your marriage. Oh, yes. Through mine and yours marriage, yes. Did he did ha- marry us. He did marry us. <laughs> <laughs> We've mentioned that way too many times yeah. to be appropriate on this podcast. Yeah. Well, we're not a thruple. We he are not. He didn't marry us. He married us. Okay. So did one of you kind of get interested in dating earlier than the other? No. That, that friend, That's probably maybe that's why that friendship's lasted our entire lives you just sound like you're talking from experience that's that's all no i i think in like other friendships especially like like close like we didn't go to the same school and like elementary friendships right. where you're like really close with someone and they just kind of like make a new um schmoochy schmoochy yeah they peel off yeah well and the thing that's so weird about school is like you are forced to be with these people mm-hmm. every single day like of course the social inner workings are going to be constantly shifting and it feels so big and so important but backing up to gene and alex they start this episode off really well because we have not spent a ton of time with alex and Watching them in their commitment to this game that they have created together as best friends, I was friendshipping them so hard. I was like, this is so special. So I was invested. So when Alex drifts away, and I think it's such a He's like, well, I don't like like Courtney. I just like like every single girl right now. Yeah. It was so I felt so realistic for that character, and um, my heart was truly broken for Jean. I yeah, I felt that it's so sad, especially because it it took Jean so long to have a friendship like this. 
Yeah, he's so unique. He's probably always going to have really close friendships, but he's never going to be the plain Jane popular person. Yeah. Well, he he could be very popular. He's he's so amazing, but you get what I mean. Like yeah. he I think Bob would say he's an acquired taste. <laughs> sure. I mean he is, and he I is. love him for it. Yeah. Um Okay, so Alex is back. So we get Thomas Middleditch is back voicing Alex. Uh I mentioned in the first Alex episode that Thomas Middleditch is eventually replaced by the amazing Paul Rust, who we love so much. So we'll point out when Paul Rust is then voicing Alex, you can go look up why Thomas Middleditch is no longer voicing Alex yourself if you'd like. We're not going to get into it here. But yeah, I love Gene and Alex. And it's extra upsetting, obviously, that it's Courtney because of Gene's history with Courtney. Yeah, although I love that I, they could have gone there. I love that this is not about Courtney. Yes. This yeah. is about Alex, it's not like, that's my ex, man. In fact, Gene is so inclusive despite his past with Courtney. Like, they're still friends. And that's what I love about Gene and Courtney's relationship. Like, they're still, like, he still hangs out with her. Like, he does like hanging out with her in doses, as we all do. (laughs) Yes. Holy hell, in doses. I'm, like, twitching thinking about her and her dad's voices. I'm like, (laughs) it was a lot for me. She didn't stand a a chance with a father like that. Yeah. I, he is oh, awful. He's so awful. Just, he's cocky. He thinks he's the best at everything. He's he so forcing, stage dad. Yeah. There is like a scene, what is that episode where they're sitting on the stairs and they're, Gene and him are sad about Christmas together? Is that a Maley little? Maley Linda Christmas? That might be. I feel like that's like a more grounded version of him. So I can't speak to who he becomes necessarily, but- he is heinous in yeah. this episode. Yeah, he's he's definitely a lot to take in. Voiced by John Michael Higgins, who is an awesome comedic improv actor. He's in all those, uh, a lot of the Christopher Guest movies. Oh, fun. Yeah, he's great. He's so good in uh, Best in Show. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the more flamboyant in the gay couple. He's what the one kind that- of dog do they have? Oh, they have those like I think they're like Shih Tzus. Yeah, they're like they've got like the hair yes. like with like a little like tie on the top. <laughs> What's it called? What is Snooky's hair? The the poof. poof. Yeah, the poof. Just like that. And then, but I love in that scene where they check into the hotel room and they start decorating the hotel room like their home, and he hangs like a whole um. What's the what's the thing you hang that's like a blanket, but it's tapestry. Yes, there you go. See. <laughs> I thought you're going to be like, you know, in Snooky's house. Yeah, we should have a whole podcast where I'm guessing what like household <laughs> items and decorations are called, and you can just correct me. <laughs> so, like a lot of good returning voices, we get Brooke Dillman is back. As you've mentioned, she's voicing everyone these days. It's like they they found like gold with Brooke Dillman. Like, just get her voice everyone. Yeah. So I love Brooke Dillman. We know this is thread throughout the podcast, but on our Patreon. We do immediate thoughts. So once an episode airs, we will sit down and record like our first impressions of the episode. And so in season 14, she was in the most recent episode. And I was just like, they use her so much that every like female character that's not in the main mix up of the Belchers is her voice. And it 
doesn't make it feel special to me anymore. I'm like, let's mix it up a little bit. Yeah, she must just be on contract and is just. I have no idea how so it works. good at voicing and just like just come in and do this. We need we need this character voiced. Yeah, do your thing. But great as Alex's mom. Oh, I love her. See, I I would rather her like be these like bigger fixture characters than every single random woman. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if she did the woman who's scared to go. It sa- kind of sounded like her oh. who's scared to go into the restaurant. Yeah, let I'm me, not sure. Let me look it up real quick. While you look that up, I absolutely loved her as Alex's mom, and I want to see her again. I also love talking about how amazing continuity is on Bob's Burgers that her like forcing quote unquote perfect healthy eating on Alex is still part of this episode. She's like trying to give him like seaweed snacks and I just love that. Such a good character and I love seeing more of Alex and his mom's relationship. Yeah. Yep. She's listed as Brenda. So that's there's an example right there. Like, oh we need someone to do vent Brenda, Brooke Dillman, even yeah. though she's already voicing the character. And they do sound very similar. Alex's mom seems so like, I'm like, oh, that's Alex's mom. But then the side characters, I'm like, there she is. There she is. Did she do Deirdre? Oh, that's a good question. Probably. Let's I would get not off be this surprised. Hill. We don't I need would, to die here. Yeah. Voices, obviously, Courtney's back. So we get David Wayne back, who David Wayne voices Grover Fishoder. Oh, it's the bane <laughs> of my Bob's Burgers movie existence. We're so of his, grumpy. His long song <laughs> it takes too long, <laughs> but I do love David Wayne, and we've said this before, but he has a great recurring character on Superstore. He's the um, oh, optometrist. He oh, oh, right. Yeah. Why did I think he was Bo? I just love Bo. Bo is Johnny Pemberton, who's done voices on Bob's like early on. So. Oh. Understandable, but Bo's great on Superstore too. Max and I have a running joke about air horns. Like, burr, burr, burr. I guess it started with Superstore, but I it's just definitely want you- it's definitely Bo influenced. Yeah, but just I want you to know. So while I was asleep and I started watching The Great North, there is a running joke about air horns. In this prom episode I was watching. So I really do want to watch it with you Oh, tonight. I can't wait. Okay. We'll like, it's it a very Max-specific joke. I think you would appreciate it. Uh, it sounds perfect for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Let's talk a little bit more about were you satisfied with how this played out with the A story? Gene is, has a best friend. It's taken away from him. He it's- is so sad. It's perfect. And I love, we'll get to the final scene before the end credits. I love them all playing together. Like I said, like Courtney's included. It wasn't like this, like, let's be friends. And then like Courtney, like push Courtney out. No, she's, she's a part of it. She's, she's a, friend. a victim she's, of her father. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gene's got a good heart. He does. And let's rewind because we have this like sabotage plot, which was a little convoluted to me. I was like, wait what? Why are we sabotaging Alex? But whatever. Jean decides not to give him diarrhea. And I love this moment where the big reveal, they all come together on the dance floor or the skate rink, I should say. It felt like a very 80s movie 
climax reveal to me. It was so per- good. Perfect for Gene, as we know his references, which, by the way, we Say need, it. We Say need it. to, I think we should play Gene singing Alone by Heart. Dear God, I, this is like one of my favorite moments in all of Bob's Burgers. It really is. And I, for some reason, did not remember it in this episode. And uh, first of all, I mean, you could pick three or four heart songs that would just be amazing, but this is so good. It's so good. And it's so Gene. It's so Gene. We know he, he loves 80s and pop yes. culture. And-, and his like singing voice is so good. And you really hear the hurt in his heart when he's singing this. We love this song so much. Max started playing it uh, when we were cooking dinner after watching this. Um, and the actual heart version. We didn't play the Gene version, unfortunately. Yeah, I would have taken that too. And then we can't forget what happens after the song, Max. Oh, you're going to be so thrilled. Max has forgotten it. Um, Pretzels and hummus. No, that's before. <laughs> Just play the song. Okay. Oh, okay. I know what happens after the song. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. We'll get to it. We're going to let it all play. One, two, three, four. Just hands in place. Just hands. Stand in place. Stand in place. He's just going stand in place. I hear the ticking of the clock. I'm lying here. The room's pitch dark. Oh, Gene. Clockwise circle spin. Stand and clap. I wonder where you are tonight. No answer on the telephone. Oh, my God. And half loop. My poor boy. My heart's breaking right now. And the night goes by so very slow. Am I going to cry? Oh, I hope hope that it won't end, though. Alone. (laughs) Enthusiastic snap and tap. Till now, I always got by on my own. I never really cared until I met you. Skating toward them. It's so funny. The lighting too. How do I get you alone? How do I get you alone? What? Oh my god. Okay. First what? of all, obviously, did Jocelyn make you laugh in this episode? Is coming back because Skyla and I both cackled. It's phenomenal. It's so great. I love this. Show it's so good. <laughs> I love the who knew Gene had horse fantasies. It's I know a, it's like his, it's like Tina's influenced him. He's riding a horse in that thing. It's just like so Bob's. Like this is already perfect and amazing. So does this feel like an eighties music video to you? Yeah, everything about it feels eighties. Okay, I mean, I grew up going to uh, roller rinks. Every kid in the eighties. I don't know if how it was in the nineties, but every kid in the eighties had. A roller rink birthday party. Oh my god, amazing! And there was a, sk- a place called Skateland in the Valley. <laughs> my god, that every kid so sad. in the Valley had a Skateland birthday party. Amazing. I had one. My sister had one, and uh, it was just like this: those lights and all these like '80s songs and '70s songs that are just like classics. I think I prefer roller skating over ice skating. I do too. So I was saying like this song is like perfection and then it doesn't need anything else but then a horse appears and you're like, that is so Bob's. I love it. I do love that moment. That you, I don't know if you could hear us over the song, but there is like 
one point where Gene is just like slowly, he's not skating, but he is like rolling, Drifting. rolling towards <laughs> Alex on his skates. It's really funny. And then obviously Jocelyn coming into the fantasy, hit the joke out of the park. What? Perfect. I saw a fan theory on one of the Facebook groups. Someone said, I think that Jocelyn is an honor roll student, but she dumbs herself down to try and fit in. Oh, I like that. I don't think she dumbs her. I could see her like accidentally just being really smart. Like it just comes really easily or to she her. Or she could just be really book smart. Exactly. Kind of like just a little like, ditzy. What? It's just yeah. algebra. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say like Jenna from the challenge. Oh my God. Are you going to reveal that we're obsessed with the challenge? Duh. I feel like we already have revealed that on this podcast. So we love the challenge. If you want to talk to us about the challenge on MDV, come there- DM us. We'll, we'll chit chat with you left and right. Is there anyone out there that listens to this podcast that watches the we need challenge? To know what the, what's the Venn diagram overlap for the challenge in Bob's Burgers, please? We need to know. Is it small? Is it large? Is it no one? I don't know. I need to know now. Should, DM us. Should we start a challenge podcast? <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not starting a challenge podcast. We could, though. We could. We could. <laughs> Anything else? So you want to talk about the B story real quick? Yeah, it's a quick one. So yeah. tell me about it. Do you, did you like it? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I loved it. I love a Bob, Teddy, Linda group dynamic. Yeah, I love that like this is what they're doing while the kids are at school having like rich lives. 
It's so good, and and Teddy particularly stands out here. He says, like, the weirdest things throughout this episode. It's just, like, every line is like, well, that's Teddy. That's so Teddy, and I love it so much. Yeah, and I, I love that they can't – him, both him and Linda, they can't be, like, calm about this. Like, Bob is like – you know what Bob is calm. Bob's very monotone. He's, like, trying to help this woman come into the store, into the restaurant, and Teddy and Linda are, like, bursting to start chatting away – and they would scare you off. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It can yeah. be a lot, especially if you're an agoraphobic. Yeah. And then there's this like surprising heartwarming element that this is the place that she has chosen to feel safe in something that feels really scary. Yeah. And with Bob a, with is a, a little, part of that. Yeah, with a little punch punch down to Bob saying that it's typically empty enough. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. That sounds right. <laughs> you really could voice Bob. I Look, I bought, uh, John Benjamin got to voice a pigeon in a progressive commercial. It's like, that guy's getting enough work. Let me do it. Let me be the pigeon. <laughs> do, do you guys have the progressive commercial? And I'm sure it's a national commercial, but like we get this pigeon commercial. So it's just Bob. Yeah, it's on in the background. You hear it. It's like, it's Bob or Archer, whoever, whoever you associate that voice with more but obviously on yeah. this podcast it's bob and it's like really weird that bob's voicing a pigeon in a commercial it's so endearing you feel so at home and then you're annoyed because you don't want the commercials to be on by the way the only reason we watch something with commercials is because we found a challenge challenge a, a challenge channel <laughs> we found a challenge channel that's all challenge all the time four seven seen every episode of the challenge 13 times at this point because it's just playing in our household in the background. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. No. (laughs) Skylar and I don't like to be alone with our thoughts. We'd rather be alone with the challenge. Hey, I'm better than you at that. That's true. This man, he never does not have his headphones in listening to podcasts. He'll be like, oh, got to go pee. Got to walk from my office to the bathroom. Better put a podcast on. I don't want a single moment where my brain can... (laughs) critique or do anything negative to me (laughs) just let the content keep flowing in and out in and out there's no no concerns but if for some reason my podcast like pauses when i'm walking towards the bathroom the challenge is playing on the background just in case you got every angle covered (laughs) and then if for some reason both of those turn off i'm there nagging you I have Skylar just singing heart songs in the in the <laughs> living room, just in case. Yeah, it's my full time job. Yeah. Okay. Should we kind of wrap this up, get into the end credits here? Yeah. Okay. The final moment, as we mentioned earlier, is everyone has reunited in the basement for Gene and Alex's uh, wizard robot game that they've created. Yes. I think it's Wizard Robo Quest. That sounds good to me. So, uh, is this game fun? Once you get to know all the ins and outs and the players and the rules, it is not. <laughs> I think it looks like a hoot. I want to play next round. There's a lot of math. I'm great at math. Four. <laughs> Why did you say four? It's math. <laughs> Seven. You're saying numbers, but that's not necessarily math. Yeah, but one of them's going to be right. Twelve. If you're rolling with me. We have that wonderful, wonderful Linda Math moment, which, by the way, that clip made it into our most recent YouTube video. So go check that out. 
if you want Actually, to. Actually, this is relevant to y'all. We have a new video out about all the continuity moments from this season, season 14, the first half. So if that interests you, go check that out. Bob's credits on YouTube. Also, while we are talking about math, our dear patron, Hannah Kate, did the math from Jean's math problem in the season 14 episode. What, what? Oh, the one where- Mission Impossible, Bob. Yeah, the Teddy Heavy episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to do like a TikTok about it, but it's it's like, let's put it in the carousel this week. Okay. It just made my day. When she messaged us and asked if anyone had done the math yet, <laughs> I was like, I, I of all people, I was like, four. I'm like Linda when it comes to math. I was like, uh, no one over here has done the math. That's for sure. I was so impressed by it. And then like there's something about math that's so soothing because it's so black and white. Like it's either wrong or right. And I need that in my life. I I love looking at it that way. It's usually wrong when I do it. So I don't like that. That's why I just put the podcasts in. Right. Try to do math and it's wrong in my brain. Block it it out. Yeah. Okay, so what happens when we get into the end credits? What are we looking at here? We are at the roller rink. The credits are on the left side, vertical, and we have the purple lighting, the sparkly disco ball light on top of the purple lighting. And then we have Alex, Jean, and Courtney on their roller skates in the light blue roller skate outfits. And I'm so glad that Jean, it was an eyesore in the episode because Gene didn't get a skate costume. There wasn't enough time with this plan. But now Gene has a beautiful blue skate costume. Yeah, and they're both doing their little claps on the side, I believe, currently, where I paused it. Lots of choreography. I'm very into the choreography, especially we'll see it in a second. They lift her up by the arm, by the arms. Her arms are straight out, and she does, like, switching splits. I'm very into the choreography. There is some stuff that I'm not that into. Do you want to talk about that now or let it play a little Let's bit more? Let's let it play. Okay. Lift me up off my feet. I need you to lift me. So lift me up off my feet. They lift her up. It's so much easier to do a lift when you got your best friend to help. Hell yeah. Also, whenever they like put their arms up, this like neon outline goes around the bodies and it's just even more 80s. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. And then we get uh, Courtney, the the boys go off screen and Courtney's performing with all sorts of like roller rink lights around her. You would know. I, I would. <laughs> the rink smells like feet. So she's doing like these pirouettes and then they come from either side and cross each other kind of in like a cherub one-legged roll. Something I love about the animation here is you can't really see it on Courtney's hair because she's highlighter blonde, but the brunette boys, you can see the disco lights shining in their hair and it it's speckled their hair and I love it so much. I have a question for you. Yeah. Jean and Alex roller skating in these costumes uh-huh. or Felix ice skating in his costume during Not the Spirits fair. of Christmas music video? Not fair. Not fair? If I had to choose, I would say the O Bourbon one because one, the song is better than this song. Two, you know how much I love that figure skating outfit and the way the animation blows in the breeze. The deep V neck. The deep, deep V neck and the ice pick skates. You get yeah. pick, 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 pick. Along to the bourbons. The bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Yeah. 
So good. Don't make don't make me do that. Okay. Well, I would choose that easily, so I'm just gonna say that. Would you make me complete? Then Gene and Alex have now switched sides that they were on, and they're doing all their like hand motions, and Courtney is weaving sort of like an infinity. Yes. What are those fig- around them? I guess those are figure called eight. figure eights. Man, when I when I was in my rollerblades, you know this move. You do the figure eights oh, with your yeah, feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can do that. Like going yeah. backwards and forward. Backwards oh and forward. wow! I might have to get you. No, you no more, no more <laughs> wheels on our feet, please. <laughs> so it's this theme of like boys just stand still, and Courtney will do all the flashy things around you. Mm-hmm. I need you to lift me. So we get a couple more Courtney lifts. Mm-hmm. I need you to lift me. They kind of lift her sideways. Jean uh, has the front of her body and Alex has, has one, of her, one of her legs. Yeah. And then they get her facing forward again and yeah. pick her up. And there's like this big like um, pink and or purplish neon yes. all outline all around them. Yeah. It's super cool. I have some thoughts. Well, this is the place for them. Well, first tell me how you felt Do you want the about- lyrics to that song? Yes, yes, okay. yes. If you're rolling with me, if you want to be my partner, I need you to lift, lift me up off my feet. I need you to lift me. The ring smells like feet, but you make me complete. <laughs> okay. I need you to lift me. I'm flying. Lift me if you're rolling with me. Okay. Give me your thoughts. I really liked it. I think like visually, the skate rink atmosphere, they pull it off. So impeccably. It's so nostalgic. I want to be there. I want some cutoff shorts and some tube socks and skates on. Can I call out something you did while we were watching these end credits? You can, but it's going to lead to my less positive okay. things. Go okay. ahead. Well, can, is this a good time for that? Yeah. Skylar screamed at the screen. Shut up, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, her voice is not my favorite. I'm not talking about the performance. The performance is amazing. And Gene's song was so phenomenal. And I know the story is that not only did Gene and Alex get to reunite, but Courtney got to stand up to her dad and say, hey, this isn't for me. This is for you. And then they all got to play together. The story that I care more about is Alex and Jean's friendship. And if it were just the two of them in those blue suits singing something, I would have flipped. Another heart song, the same heart song. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a, we just did a verses. Here's another one for you. David Wayne singing as Courtney versus David Wayne singing as Grover Fishoder. On, I, I think Grover. I think I take Courtney. I know you would. Uh, something about Courtney is like funny to me, even though it's yeah. annoying. The necklace and is the really Grover, funny it's to just, me. I, it's just Grover, man. <laughs> it's just Grover, man. It's just Grover, man. I don't like him. That's a good either or. I think there's something so, you know, I don't know if this relationship is 100% platonic, but I'm talking about between Gene and Alex. I think right now, who knows what it could bloom into, but either like we need to see more cool, loving relationships between two young boys. So whether that's friendship, whether it's 
butting into something more. I I would love to see those two skating together. I agree. Yeah, it would have been nice if it was just the two of them for some reason. Yeah. But this is what we get. It's not awful at all. Oh, God, no. It's fantastic. Yeah. Should we score them? Yeah. You go first. I'm being, like, particularly hard on them. Like, these are amazing credits. Like, let's be real. Once again, no other show does this. Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. Uh, I'm going to give them an 8.5. Yes. I I will meet you there. Yeah. It's – they're they're wonderful. They're so fun. Original song. Awesome visuals. I love seeing them get to perform without the pressures and just seeing how it all goes. And they all do a fantastic job. Yes. Courtney, your voice is a little annoying. Would I? They are adorable. Should they have tossed in a Jocelyn what at the end? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Would have bumped me up to a 10 and a 10.5. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, 8.5 sounds pretty good to me. Those were the end credits to Roller. I hardly know her. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I think we've promoted everything we need to promote, They're right? They're good. Nobody needs extra things to do this January. We all need to rest. Yeah. Anything else you want to say to everyone before we get out of here? I'm just going to say stay saucy. Keep well, it classic. I love the classic. Yeah. Just like Gene. Just like a heart song. Yeah. There you go. What?